0: Oh, oh okay.
1: Lord. Okay.
0: Well, all right. We should well, save I guess, our good stuff for the for the yeah. podcast. Let's, um, so many things. All right. And yeah, okay. All right. Now I got it. So, five, four, three, two, and one. One. Hello world. a song that we Come on, get happy. Hello, Ladies and gentlemen, Mesdames, Messieurs, Bienvenue, welcome. To the happy hour. Wow. Welcome back, listeners. It's another, uh, you know, episode of the happy hour. (laughs) My name is David Ogier and I am at metaldave02 on twitter.com. I'm joined as always by Veronica.
1: Yeah, I'm at C H I L E underscore pepper on Twitter. And that's it. And that's it.
0: Beth is busy tonight. tonight. That's right. Beth is busy tonight and she will not be joining us. So. With that being said, uh, we are the Happy Hour at Happy Hour on Twitter.com and at Happy Hour Pod on Instagram. Thank you for our new followers on Instagram and for a lot of new followers on Twitter as well. I've noticed in the past uh, week or two, just um, it's great and encouraging because <laughs> there's not a whole lot of like definite news coming out of the Habs sphere of the NHL. Uh, We get updates about uh, some of the prospects and what they're doing. We see players uh, doing their own branding stuff every once in a while. But as for real change, anything significant, I think there's only one bit of information that I have personally. What do you think, Veronica?
1: What do you mean change?
0: Oh, well, didn't you hear? Oh, Churla? Yes, exactly. There it is. Yep, Shane Churla. And uh, that's an interesting one. So uh, the Florida Panthers picked up Shane Churla. And why is that important? He was the director of amateur scouting. I believe that was his title for the Habs. But he he now has that same position for the Panthers. Now, again, why is this important? Uh, he was the guy, or at least one of the guys, that was really high on Niemi when uh, he was picked. But also, just looking at the work uh, these past few years... It's an impressive resume because one of the things that the Habs uh, lacked before uh, the recent, uh, you know, the recent uh, drafts was strength down the middle. Now we have Suzuki called Kaniemi and things look a lot better in that front. Uh, Romanov. Uh, let's see here. Um, I guess you could say uh, uh, the demo. You could say. Um, Otto Leskinen, you could say Matthias Norlander, Cole Caulfield, you know, just a whole slew of names that are really important for the future of the Habs. And Mr. Shane Shurla was one of the voices, the important voices in the Habs brass to talking about grabbing them. Now, there's a bit of a caveat with this, though, because as much voice as Shane or Mr. Shurla had, excuse me, uh, (laughs) in these decisions— Uh, we have to, we, we can't forget about Trevor Timmons. Yeah. So the thing about Trevor Timmons is that in the past, he was the, uh, he was the head scout for the Habs, uh, for many years until he became the assistant general manager in 2016. I got in trouble for this before when I was
1: right to me.
0: Yeah. I just, I recall when I was in Ottawa in Belleville for the rookie tournament. Yeah. Uh, this was the one that Nick Suzuki was playing at. So it was only like two years ago, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was speaking to Grant McCagg because that's who I was with. And Grant was uh, literally texting Trevor Timmons. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, tell him I think he does a great job being a head scout. And oh. so Grant thought that was funny. Didn't tell me <laughs> why. Texted Trevor this. And Trevor texts back, uh, I'm the goddamn <laughs> assistant general manager. And I said, oh, that's July right.
1: 2017.
0: There it is. There it is. Okay, so yeah, so 2017. Cool. And trading so, his
1: 17th season with the Montreal Canadiens, So now it's been 20.
0: Wow. Look at that.
1: Wow, he's as old as Max.
0: Wow. His yeah. tenure is.
1: <laughs> yes. His tenure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a whole life. Ain't that ain't that a ain't that a pip. Um, so now the thing is that yes, Shane was super important, but Trevor Timmons. And I read this somewhere. It it might have been from Grant, honestly, or or, uh, perhaps uh, Arpin or uh, Eric Engels. One of those. uh, One of them. Yeah, one of those three (laughs) on Twitter. They're all great followers, by the way. If you want some Habs news, uh, they're the best place to get them. Um, So they they had mentioned that Trevor Timmons was always the final say when it comes to players. So is this a huge blow for the Habs? I'm... I'm not too sure. I'm sure Shane, Mr. Churla, is a nice dude. I'm sure he's great to have around in parties. But is it going to be a crippling blow to the Habs organization? I don't think so. No. I'm i more interested to see who they pick up to replace him and if they even announce it. Yeah. So, anyways, that was What is he now
1: over there, Churla?
0: uh, Same thing. Director of Amateur Scouting. Okay, okay. So he's essentially the head scout, I guess.
1: Florida sucked this year, didn't they? They surprisingly. Am I? Re- I'm completely misremembering. Oh maybe.
0: my god! How does ha- What happened last season? Coach uh... Q. Oh, that's right, Coach Q. He's over his there. first. See, that's the problem. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not a bad coach. No. You know? Yeah. No. No. Uh, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's precisely true. Where the hell I know. are these things? Okay. okay I can't okay. Florida, remember Florida, Florida, anything. Florida, Florida, Florida. It's December next week. It is December next week. Florida up. placed uh, below the Maple Leafs, 18th overall in the season. And, gee, I don't even remember if they were in the playoffs. I mean, I'm, like, completely, I have no I think, idea.
1: I, I think they were there for the play-in. Mm-hmm or or maybe they weren't oh my god this just happened how can how can how can we not know this okay nhl.com
0: they were not in the play in
1: oh they didn't even make the play in okay so i i was remembering correctly
0: or am i being dumb right now
1: that they had a bad season oh well, of course
0: see okay so i go to the nhl website and what does it say it gives me the playoffs it doesn't give me the play in oh, schedule seven, Oh man, okay. that's one thing. The NHL, holy like it. hell, their
1: holy hell, their website
0: is a dumpster fire. Yeah,
1: it is. It's bad. Okay. Bad, bad, bad.
0: Let's see what's going on here. Sunday, okay. Blah 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 blah. Twenty
1: twenty.
0: All right. The Islanders beat the Panthers two to one.
1: Okay, so they were in the play-in.
0: Yeah, they were in the play-in. Yeah. Islanders okay. took them, and that was it. Okay. And that was so bad. there it is. Good, good yeah. job, Florida. And now you have a new scout.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you can be good in about five to ten.
0: Yeah, yes. did they did they pick up some kid before? I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I don't really Who care about them. Exactly. Yep. So that was uh that was the major news I had from the Habs. Everything else is kind of whatever.
1: <laughs> so um Arpin at over at the Athletic posted the results of the survey reader survey about the Habs.
0: Oh, this is always super interesting. We actually tried to get Arpin on this week. And he said, no, I don't <laughs> want to be on your freaking podcast. And I was like, But please wow.
1: talk about my survey.
0: He was actually super kind. But yes. <laughs> no, of course he was. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So
1: he's taking some well-deserved time off.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: so this doesn't prevent us from talking about his or the athletics survey. So Absolutely. it was the earlier this year. Uh, um, in April, the reader survey was highly pessimistic about the Habs. Um, for example, one question was, back then, do you consider the Canadiens as they are currently constituted to be a playoff caliber team in 2020 21? And 62% of respondents said, said no. Wrong 37.8 said yes. Seven months ago, 62 percent of 19,1993 respondents thought that. I guess that's when we had him on, eh? That must have been anyway. Oh, um, uh, I, I was thinking it was that last year, yeah, I think it was April. Um, and this, oh, oh, and also. What are the Canadians' chances to win the cup in the next five years? Um, 42% said five. Oh, in five years. What? I can't understand what this is saying. All of that to say is that in this new survey from now, which is slightly smaller um, uh, number of respondents, 1,514, which is also cool. Because yeah, 514, no, the 514, right? Oh, um, right? Cool. Um, and now, do you consider the Canadiens as they are currently constituted to be a playoff caliber team in 2020 21? 95.3
0: oh said God. yes. What a swing that is!
1: <laughs> 95.3.
0: Holy hell. Yeah, that's Isn't that, uh... awesome. Yeah, and you mentioned it was, like, over 1,500 people that took the survey? Yeah,
1: 1,514.
0: So, yeah, that's not an insignificant number. That's a good, in statistical terms, that's yeah. a good data set.
1: Yeah, I answered that survey
0: very oh, see? favorably, and it's I a, might add. And it's a great yeah. data set.
1: I'm with the majority for what it feels like. Hey, weird.
0: wow, um, welcome to the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: four most important decision makers in the organization are better perceived by the respondents than they were last April. The most glowing response was reserved for Mark Berger, who garnered Shocking. near unanimous support Shocking. for his active <laughs> off season.
0: <laughs> oh my near god! Near
1: unanimous.
0: Oh my god! Uh, do you have the comparable to last um, time that so was asked? I'm
1: trying to figure out what I'm looking at here. So. Mark now, okay, So, okay. So, uh, 33.2% of respondents gave him an eight out of 10. And okay. that was the highest, the highest.
0: Okay. So, and, right, Mark Bershaw and the brown noser. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh-huh. so now, um, from April, it was actually not bad. 23%, which was the highest, gave him a seven.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then this is now. If the Canadiens miss the playoffs in 2021, will Marc Bergevin be back as a general manager? 55.7% said no.
0: This for would for it really this be his fault? Uh, yeah, that's a that's an interesting caveat to ask because yeah. um, so everyone's saying yes, we're going to make the playoffs. And now, wait, was the question if they missed the playoffs, whether or not he'll be around still? He'll be still? out of a job, yeah. Okay, okay. So everyone's expecting the playoffs, and if we miss it, more than it's half the people fault. say he has to get the axe. Um,
1: after after rating him an 8 out of 10.
0: There is a, yeah, yeah, there's there's a bit of a disconnect there. Yes. And whatnot. Now, Claude, that's the bigger question.
1: Yeah, we're getting no, to hard, him.
0: Like, ah. Uh, I don't know if this year is like the year yet.
1: You mean the cup?
0: Well, yeah. I'm yes. not sure if well, this year is the year. Next yeah. year is where I'm thinking like everyone's going to be used to playing together and all that stuff. Plus COVID's not going to be a weird schedule altering nonsense gremlin anymore. And they have this, I, they
1: have this playoff. They they were able to prove something to themselves. That yes. was valuable experience that they got in the bubble there. But I mean, I'm not making predictions now about what's going to happen in the playoffs, because nobody's predictions are ever correct, except for this year that Tampa Bay was going to win the f- cup. Um, yeah but yeah, nobody's predictions are ever correct. So it's just, you just got to wait and see, but I don't see I don't see them finishing 24th. I don't see them having two eight-game losing streaks. And don't forget, there was, it was interesting because I saw it over the weekend, uh, Greg Washinsky, who we should try to have him on sometime. He's really funny. Hey, Greg. Um, you know him, hey?
0: I, uh, hey.
1: <laughs> Greg washinsky he writes for ESPN. <laughs> oh, does he? Um, So he had a and a with Max Domi. Oh, this guy. Yeah, who posted it over, and he posted it over the weekend. And it reminded me that that was kind of... I guess there was something there was something negative going on there with Max Domi too. He didn't have he didn't have himself a great season. Um, I'm not saying that we're gonna be better off because he's gone, but there's just like a certain. I guess you know I don't see anybody feuding with Claude Julien this year. Put it that way.
0: Oh, true. Yeah, the whole that the and don't forget
1: all our new guys that we got.
0: The whole Max Domi thing was such a—I was mm-hmm. disappointed in a I way. I was too. I mean, if I have any right to say anything, that's the thing. <laughs> like, like the playoffs. That was his opportunity to tell everyone to shut up, right? Yeah. And he just—he didn't. It did. It, that did not happen. No. So that happens, comments uh, about the coach come out after the fact, and it's like, oh, man, digging himself a grave. You know, it's kind of like in the same lane as a uh, Paling mentioned not working out in yeah. the last season during COVID, uh, the COVID uh, uh, pause. And that was like, come on, kid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I have so many reasons to not like you, and you could have just <laughs> lied. I would have been like, oh, so he's trying. But no, he said, no, I'm not trying.
1: No, I didn't now, even
0: do anything. Now – Credit where it's due takes a lot of, at least he's not a liar. But yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what you want, you know? Um, so like well, he's another player to to really um, step things up. But the thing with Max was super disappointing. I loved having Max on the team, but uh, now we have ourselves. Uh, oh, crap. Did we get Anderson for him or was it? Yes. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. <the other laughs> I want to make,
0: sure, make sure I'm getting the right we player. We had a
1: Jake back. and a Josh and a.
0: We got a Josh and a Josh and a Josh. And a <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, I think it was Anderson from Colum- Columbus.
0: That's right. Yes, that's yeah. completely correct.
1: Yes. And yeah, so we've got and Jake Allen, which we cannot discount.
0: No. Oh, was it this past week or the previous week where um, Stefan Waite where, weighed in on him? Where he mentioned yes coaching... Uh, uh, Josh Allen compared Jake to... Allen. Jake Allen. God damn it. See? It's, oh, my God. Coaching it's, Jake it's Allen
1: contagious.
0: Compared to coaching um, 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 not Montoya, frickin... What that Scribbins. Was no. No, not Scrivens. Our last backup.
1: Oh, that guy. Yeah. God, God damn it. his name was. What kind of This is name? very, very bad.
0: Yeah, this is terrible because as soon as somebody leaves, they are just Comple- keith kincaid <laughs> keith kincaid i had to think about like okay I, i'm 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 picturing a tweet with a lot of emojis <laughs> keith kincaid okay so <laughs> stefan Waite mentioned that the difference between jake allen and uh you know coaching them both jake allen and keith kincaid is that they're on different planets and i was like holy wow. crap or at least that thank m- god may- maybe not verbatim but he he had glowing glowing review of um coaching uh Jake Allen. So call him a that, home
1: run, I think.
0: Yes, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um so that's and that's like a and like you said, it's a whole other part of the team that we have to look forward to moving forward. Yeah. Because um having two caliber goalies okay, that's all we needed. That's all for we needed. A while.
1: And I will I will point you back to maybe in February. When we had Paul Campbell on, Paul Campbell,
0: Paul Campbell, What a good. I think dude. that's his
1: name, Paul goalie, Paul.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Way to go, Paul. And um, this was actually back in December last year. Wow. Yeah, I know.
1: And we were talking about goalies,
0: obviously, because that's his thing.
1: Yeah. And then he said something like
0: great follow at way to go, Paul,
1: way to go, Paul. Yeah, he's great. He said something about um, getting, picking up a backup in the offseason, or yeah, in the offseason, and saying, you know, talking about the cap and all of that stuff, And he said that, you know, you know, trying to be, keep it at a conservative salary, and I said, "I think is going to pay this year." And wasn't I right?
0: You I are correct right
1: about every, anything.
0: And now but the Habs right were that. right about so much. And now the oh. Habs, speaking of Cap, are $300,000 over Cap. Uh-oh. I mean, under Cap. So oh, under. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're not. Okay, yeah. They're, they're in the green or the black currently. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. 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 That's very good. So there's um, that. And also you Yeah. right. Manager? Yep. And you were right about Arpin. The last time we had him on was in. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We had Paul Campbell on in March, at the end of March. Right. And Arp and Bazoo in April. So there it is.
1: Yeah, March and April.
0: That's I right. hate how Anchor split up their episodes, because it's not just one long list. It's pages, and I can't change it. Oh. Damn it. I <laughs> hate when <laughs> user interface is changed, and they don't tell anybody. Yeah. So I got to click. Well, and, click, and they're going to... click.
1: Oh, Anchor, not... Uh, Anchors kind of Spotify now too.
0: Yes, that's so right. So that they got have something out. to do with it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it does. Honestly, yeah. oh my God,
1: because of cool. the way their stats are, it's harder to get to the stats now. I find
0: freaking freaking frick.
1: Hello to our listeners all over the world. Um. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. Okay, and then moving along to Jeff Molson, he Jeffrey. stayed. He stayed pretty much the same. His oh approval yes. Approval rating. Seven out of ten, basically. Well, yeah, he, he gives us beer. Yeah.
0: Imagine hating somebody that gave us beer.
1: <laughs> and now oh, time appears to heal a lot of wounds when it comes to Claude Julien. Mm. And his highest rating is also it's a seven out of ten. Wow. Trevor Timmons? <gasps> kinda he 29.7 gave him a seven. gave him an eight
0: so he's right
1: around the seven
0: seven and a half category so already so over 40 percent think he's higher than seven yes seven and higher rather
1: what do you think okay carrie price and shea weber prices performance in the playoffs was such a big sigh of relief for a lot of people, both inside and outside the organization. Though no one yeah. who collects a paycheck from the Canadian would ever admit as much, there had to be some doubt swirling internally about Price's ability to reach that level again. That mm. was certainly the case externally, where Price's inconsistency and his annual November slump, combined with the years left on his contract at $10.5 million a year, created its fair share of anxiety among the fan base. The playoff performance? apparently served the same purpose as a long, hot bath. Mm -hmm. What do you think of Carey Price's ability to be a top five goalie? 50.2% gave him a five out of five. 35.5 gave him a four. Uh. 0.9%, equaling 13 respondents, gave him a one. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, like... Bruins fans or something.
0: That and like showbiz or somebody. Yeah, showbiz. Ugh, showbiz. Freaking. <laughs> God.
1: Um, and now, oh wait a minute. Yeah, that was this time. Fifty point two gave him a five. In April, he was still kind of there. Thirty one point nine at five gave him a five. Thirty four point four gave him a four. 59 respondents gave him a one. That was April. Wow. Are you okay? This is another pie chart question. Ooh. Are you confident in the Canadian strategy to build around Carrie Price and Shea Weber as their two cornerstones? 64.2% say yes.
0: Ah. I did I mean, too. I remember. I mean, that's that's practically Team Canada. So there it is. Cool. Yeah, there it is. Speaking of. Oh, yes. I haven't heard anything about. coming. Yeah, yeah. That and the the World Juniors. But like, uh, are they still definitely having it? Oh, God. With how things are? Well, isn't it in Canada?
1: Well, and that was the other thing is that, um, you know, well, definitely have it in Canada. And we might even have just a Canadian league this year and blah, blah, blah. Well. Canada is not doing so good these days with regards to COVID. Yes. So that's a concern.
0: But, and this is a big but, um, with two. And I cannot and lie. And she cannot tell. Um, <laughs> the that 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 they're doing markedly better than the United States currently. Not to make it a you know, not to make it a pissing match about who's dying faster, but <laughs> just saying Canada has it a bit more under wraps than the u s. But with that being said, regardless, I mean, there there's a whole lot of other stuff going on aside from Covid when it comes to uh, the world juniors, which i'm I'm pretty sure it's still on track for uh, starting uh, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And then the NHL is supposed to start January 1st. However, and kind of kind of derailing the current conversation, the, the whole CBA mm-hmm. talk started coming in again. And it just flew uh, through a lot of stuff into a greater. So we don't even know what's – uh, we haven't uh, heard about the fallout from that yet. I'm not sure if there was supposed to be a meeting this week or what have you. I'd have to go through well, my notes.
1: I was listening to Darren Dreger on TSN 690 today.
0: Darren, Darren Dreger. Um,
1: go to TSN.ca/Montreal or something like that. You can hear all the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that there, at that time this morning, um, there wasn't any meetings scheduled. But he didn't think that that's a big deal because these things seem to get scheduled on very short notice. So nothing on the docket as of. This morning anyway
0: mm-hmm.
1: but things seem appear to be a little bit frosty
0: yeah it's come. Um, it's definitely something to watch too because mm-hmm. uh when when the initial agreement was made oh my god what was it two months ago like yeah. after the playoffs it was like oh my god thank god they figured it out and now they just threw another wrench into the system you know mm-hmm. so now Big old thing to figure out. Um but yeah, so no new no no new news on that. No is there anything news. else from the survey? I'm,
1: I'm looking at here, it's still I mean schedule is unchanged for World Junior, so we'll see.
0: Oh. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Well then. I
1: I H F Events Schedule. Schedule. Um, yeah. So far, so good. Um, okay, one more thing. What was... Uh, how confident are you about the Canadian pool of players 23 and under? An overwhelming majority of 64.3% gave them a 4 out of 5. And 147 gave them a 5 out of 5. What point range wow. do you expect for Nick Suzuki in 2020-21?
0: Hmm.
1: What point range?
0: That's an interesting... So,
1: the overwhelming majority... have him at between 50 and 60.
0: Yep. That's what I was about to say. At least.
1: 29. Yep. 29.3% between 40 and 50. 10.6 have him at 60 plus. Wow. I think that's where I put him.
0: (laughs) Of course. I'm always very
1: optimistic and and, and favorable.
0: I say, yeah, I think 50 points because for me, it's. It's, it's the question of, yeah, we have new players, we have great players, but they're new. So they're going to be figuring each other out. But, man, there's these new players. I mean, when we talk about Toffoli and Anderson, they're veteran players as well. Yes. So uh, hopefully you can just you know throw them into whatever line and they already know what to do and the other players will be able to adapt to that. So it's still still to be seen, but, man— Oh, my God. It's like it reminds me when we were uh, talking to Monsieur Lacroix a yes. uh, couple or a few weeks ago. And uh, big excitement, big, big, excitement. big time excitement to see everything.
1: I'm very it's, excited that we got a Tyler.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fine. Zero percent of people, zero are, percent are giving him less than 30 points.
0: Wow. Zero. No yeah. pressure there, Nick.
1: And now you got your question. mom on,
0: on the on the freaking yes! ID too, so <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and now who do you think comes next? the uh, Emmy. What point range do you expect for the sweet BB Eagle in 2020 21? 55% have him between 40 and 50.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Mm-hmm. 29%? have him between 30 and 40. There's a bunch of people that gave him not that many actually comparatively, gave him less than 30. 11.4 have him between 50 and 60.
0: Okay, okay. So more spread out. They're expecting Nick Suzuki to be the more the point getter more the than The point Kotkaniemi, getter which yeah. is uh, we'll see, honestly. We'll see. Uh speaking of Kotka his yeah. his uh loan to Asat ended today. Yeah. Uh, What that means, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> but uh, he ended it, Uh, let's see, what was it? Eight points in blah, 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 blah games. Crap, Six of points
1: I... in seven games, I think, What our friend Patrick Bexel said.
0: This is in Finnish. I cannot read Finnish. What an oh. interesting-looking language. I
1: know, right?
0: My word.
1: I wonder what it sounds like.
0: They, uh, I, I can... I, 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 I've heard it before because I listen to heavy metal So, oh. <laughs> tons and again another stat that I have mentioned before on the podcast uh, the country with the most heavy metal bands per capita of 100,000 people is Finland it's something like 100 bands to every 100,000 people and Finland is part of a heavy metal band or something that's amazing it's incredible that's, so <laughs> that's awesome. a lot of heavy metal <laughs> Oh, man, I'm, I'm about to head over to Bexel's... Um...
1: We have to see what's on... Uh, what's on Ysperi's
0: playlist. Oh. We don't know, oh, do we? He's not a metalhead, I don't think. No? He's more of a club kid. Like Okay. <laughs> oomph, 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 oomph. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, Crap. At least that's what I think. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, like um, so. For instance, uh, Kotkanyemi he had himself a two goal game uh, the other day. Yeah. Um. So he w- he was finally starting to to get his groove. A slow start in Asat because Asat. Wow. Asat. What a. Wow. They're a terrible team.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Almost um hard to watch. Oh no! Ever people should anybody that says Asat's doing fine, uh, <laughs> they're they're really they're walking a tight wire there. <laughs> But um
1: so Arpin, who, as you know, he's he's had a tight connection with Kut Yemi from the very, very start. Um, he went over to Finland and met the family and all that stuff. Um, he says the reason the loan to Assat ended was in the unlikely event the NHL hits its stated goal of starting on Jan one, he would need to come to Montreal next week to quarantine for camp.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool.
0: So he's doing the responsible thing. Yeah. What a good kid.
1: <laughs> he's such a good kid.
0: What a good kid.
1: Um. Okay. There's one more interesting. There's actually, they're all interesting. Uh, what are your expectations for Alexander Romanov's first season? Oh, 54.3. Oh, I think I fall in here too. Uh, Have him at third pairing most of the season.
0: I don't think that's true
1: wow I I think
0: he's gonna be second pairing and up honestly there you
1: go so the next the next tranche was 23% Jeff Petrie's partner
0: yeah easy yeah absolutely I would I can't see who I would put him there and my god if he does really well first power play with Weber just do it throw him in there good luck kid no pressure (laughs) <laughs> I've seen you skate backwards while handling the puck. You can do it, kid.
1: I have them being more conservative with him if they're not going to send him to Laval. If they're if he's going to be with the big boys from day one.
0: That's another good point too. But given the only reason, like I'm, I'm usually I'm not super high up on on uh, on rookies, right? But with Roman Romanov's different, just because, and Berzovin did this to me, but the hype between. Yeah. Me speaking to Grant and then just how hard Bergevin went after Romanov makes me think that they want him to be performing real quick. That's very exciting. They're going to be putting a lot of responsibility on him early on. It, like, it's, it's his position to lose, in other words. And I don't think Romanov's the mindset to take it lying down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's super exciting. I can't wait to watch it.
1: Also getting married, I think.
0: And married with his panda shirt. Yay! Oh my God. I wear this shirt because my girlfriend likes it. <laughs> Do you know he's a smart guy?
1: That's exactly right.
0: You already know he's a smart guy.
1: When my boyfriend and I first started dating,
0: Ooh. I
1: made a remark to him one time, because it's true, everything that he wore was either gray or black. And I'm like, you don't wear any colors. And I just kind of made that remark. And now that's all he wears, is colors. Just colors all yeah, day Yeah, colors, all kinds of colors.
0: Well, isn't that nice? Um, yeah.
1: Okay, what Canadian acquisition are you most excited about? I know what I said. The distinct minority here. 55.2% are most excited about Josh Anderson. 35.7% Tyler Toffoli.
0: And I think I did know we, did how we get two
1: Andersons? Joel Anderson, Josh Anderson, Joel Edmondson?
0: Joel Edmondson is the other one.
1: Yeah. But no, he didn't even factor in here. 8 uh, that, percent said Jake Allen and that I'm there in that eight yeah. percent.
0: And too bad about Edmondson, because he's not a guy you can write off either. He was part no. of the Lose Cup run, you know, a couple of years ago. He cannot yeah. be discounted. And he's probably going to be the only reason that Romanov would be moving around the decor, I think. Now, Emerson's not going to blow the doors off, but he's the same type of defenseman that Weber is, that Sherrod is. They're going to stay home and they're just going to lay a beating down. And that's kind of, and now that the decor is so much bigger now because of that. Um, oh, yes. That's gonna be Brendan
1: Gallagher is so excited.
0: Oh yes, so excited. And that's so what we excited. Good. Yeah. If yep. Gallagher yep. is happy, then the, 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 that's okay. We're doing we're okay. doing a good time.
1: He said, "There's not a team in the NHL that's gonna look forward to playing them."
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> finally, finally, are we have a are
1: tricking us.
0: Oh, we have all a of
1: these team names team. on this list. I feel like one of them doesn't isn't real. Jake Allen. Josh yep. Anderson, Joel yep. Edmondson, yep. Tyler Toffoli, mm-hmm. Joel Anderson. That's like a mashup of Josh Anderson and Joel Edmondson. I wonder, like, is that a trick?
0: Is that do we have
1: uh, a? Do we have a Joel Anderson?
0: Are you sure the pie chart didn't screw up?
1: Well, I uh, so I can't. I'll sh- I'll send you a screenshot of what I'm looking at. Um, uh- yeah, it's weird. Okay, that's a new screenshot. Now I'm so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. We can mm-hmm. always just look up the roster. Joel Anderson. Doesn't seem right. <laughs> just look at your phone. There you go. Okay, gone. And so, yeah, so that was a good question. Joel Anderson it doesn't even ring a bell. Uh what do you think of Josh Anderson's 7-year contract worth 5.5 5 million a year? 58.1 too much. Ah. Term.
0: Ah, they had to pay. They had to pay they to, had get to pay somebody. Yeah. You can – Do I like it? Sure, it could have been cheaper. But all the players could have been cheaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like they they had to do what they had to do when it was happening cuz r- recall what was going on uh over the off season. The the Taylor Hall contest, right? Oh God! And dictating, and that was going to dictate the price, and then Taylor Hall ended up going to, oh my God! Buffalo. Yeah, f- Buffalo. Like, ah, like, gee, freaking. I guess good you don't want
1: to win after all.
0: I mean, now you have to consider Eichel and Hall. Oh Jesus, what a freaking pair to deal with! But like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but who the uh, hell was- is Joel Anderson? <laughs> exactly.
1: No, I think it was, like, a trick.
0: <laughs> I think that was, I think somebody messed up. Because that's, Google's he's, he, not he finding anything.
1: He didn't even, Um, he's not even.
0: Is it not Josh Anderson?
1: So there's Josh Anderson, Joel Edmondson, and then they just threw in a Joel Anderson. <laughs> there's no Anderson on this roster.
0: All right, oh, yes, Pierre... there is.
1: Oh yeah, Jay Anderson, the other one. But there's no, there's only one Anderson. That's weird, isn't it?
0: What is happening?
1: That's so funny. Okay, um, da, da 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 da. What do you think of Brenda Gallagher's six-year contract worth six and a half million a year? Yep. Forty-eight point six, fair deal. Thirty-three percent, good value for the Canadien. Fifteen point one percent, too much term.
0: As uh, if. As if.
1: Ow. That's going to bug
0: me. You're going to have to... I know! <laughs> you're going to have to yell at Arpen. I
1: know! I'm just like, is, like maybe they're tricking us and seeing if we're paying attention. Yeah, really. Um,
0: like Arpen, do you guys even read what you write? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, okay. If Philippe Dano wants no less than five and a half million a year on his next contract, the Canadien should...
0: Forty-five
1: point five percent. Say sign short term. Twenty-seven point seven. Lock them up long term. And sixteen point one. Say trade them at the deadline.
0: Oh boy. <sighs> Everything's so the gonna names. Be fine. So the names coming up uh, for next year for signing. Uh, Thomas Tatar. I don't think he's long for the halves, unfortunately.
1: And that is the next question. Who's not yep. going to be wearing a uniform in 2021-22? 21, 20, 21, 54.9, say, Thomas.
0: Yeah. Other, other names would be Philip Deneau, Armina uh, Armia, Arturi Lekanen, Jordan Wheel, and, uh-oh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Already. <laughs>
1: um, <And> then, Paul <laughs> Byron <laughs> is on that list. <clears throat> as well no he's not he's on the list of of which of these players is least likely to be wearing a Canada uniform in 2021 2022 he was the second he got the second most votes
0: oh interesting he has a contract out into into 2023 2024 the thing about paul byron he's fast yes he's great on the power play because of that yes he's great on the penalty kill because of that yes. yes he is a great asset the thing that people forget about all the time with Paul Byron is that he shares something very specific with Brendan Gallagher, in that he is an assistant captain. Mm-hmm. Philip Deneau is not an assistant captain. No. Nope. Jonathan Drouin's not one. Nobody. It's Brendan Gallagher and Paul Byron are the assistant captains to captains to Shea Weber, and that's always super interesting to me. Because a lot of people like being very flippant with Paul Byron, and I try not to be because of that point. He's well respected in the room, definitely respected among the brass and uh I mean that's that's it,
1: yeah we said it we were we said it on the happy hour one time when we went you know when we first started recording, and um after that terrible season, brendan gallagher and Paul Byron were both given the A's and we said it was like those those two and Weber were were the ones who just were determined every single game even in a losing season and there they go they're both wearing those letters
0: and also just another added thing that I just noticed for next year's draft we have 14 picks just another veritable (laughs) well i imagine that we're probably going to be trading a lot of those but who knows we'll see we got uh three uh one one picked in the first round two in the second round and then three in the third three in the fourth three in the fifth then the sixth and seventh so just an interesting thing there yeah um was there anything else on the survey
1: uh oh just an interesting question um, okay, wh- uh, where do you think the Canadian would finish in an all Canadian division between Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal? Mm. 44% said third, 32% said second, and 12.7% said fourth. And yeah. I'm in that one, 77 said first place. That's me.
0: Good job. First I wouldn't place. expect any less.
1: No, I would
0: be, um, let's see who like who would they lose against outright? Um, I hate none. to freaking say it, but I'd have to say no. Vancouver.
1: OK, well, we took Tofoli. Vancouver did not have a great offseason because they finally had to start paying the price for um, what's his name's flagrant spending
0: spree. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Like Toronto, I'm not super worried about, but it's like, yeah, there's a lot to consider. And I'm not even thinking about the Jets and the poor Jets. I don't even know what to think about them anymore. Um, Calgary, Edmonton, man, with the McDavid and Drysidle combo. That's I a know, big, my that's a freaking thing. So Vancouver and Edmonton are the two teams where I'm like, oh, they have a lot of firepower and. Uh, they're just wily, you know, mm. like if there if there's any if there if there are two teams that can get under the Habs defense, it's those two guys. And those are the two guys where I'm like, ah, I don't know what to do and keep Toronto off the power play for God's sake. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I wonder what's going to happen to our power play. Um, oh Aside
0: from <clears throat> oh that, word. I'd easily say top three for the Habs. If top they three. get fourth, I'd be like, oh, come on, you know, but we'll yeah, know.
1: Yeah, we'll see what even happens. And the final question, if money and geographical location were not an issue, under what conditions would you be willing to go to the... Oh, I just found another typo. Would you be willing to go to the Bell Centre in 2020-21? 41.1%, and that's me, (laughs) only after a vaccine. And that's the smart thing. Yeah, that's it. 21.1, 21.1 say they would be comfortable at a zero to 50% capacity. It's crazy. Um, I would not be comfortable, full stop, 16%. 12.8 rapid testing at the entrance. Nope.
0: Yeah, that's not the no. No,
1: no, rapid testing is, yeah. Uh, it was really interesting because I was talking to one of my coworkers um, who he's British. But you know how the Brits love their rugby? Um, Yeah. He said it was so bizarre because he was watching a rugby game that they're playing in New Zealand and -hmm. the place is packed.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: He was like, it was just such a strange thing to see because they're fine.
0: Yep, they're fine. New Zealand is fine. (laughs) There are parts of the world that do not have to deal with this anymore and they're nope. all not first world countries well nope. i mean some of them are actually new zealand okay sorry yeah, new, new Zealanders zealand is, yeah, sorry definitely that. are i'm thinking like <laughs> like taiwan, taiwan for instance which actually would they be considered first all right here's here's my western bias yeah, coming out now exactly throw that sentence out i apologize that was very crass yes. of me um but some eastern countries
1: Countries in the east, like Korea. Uh
0: yes. Countries in the vicinity of the Sea of Japan, uh yeah. phrase it like that, are uh doing rather well. Uh Japan actually kinda isn't. Uh granted, what's bad for them is that they get five hundred new cases a day as opposed to deaths a day. So right, there's a caveat yeah. there. But yeah. like there there are other countries handling this way better. Then the U.S., Canada, France, Germany, the U.K., you know, and uh, it's it's startling how different it is.
1: Yeah. I think there is a problem here because people are so tired of dealing with the pandemic and the distancing and all of that stuff. And oh, yeah. they just they want they want to give themselves these moments of joy. and People want to be with their families at Thanksgiving and everything else. And I understand that Mm -hmm. sentiment, but you just can't can't do it. Right. You can't can't do it. We're almost there. And by almost, I mean we're about eight months away from a vaccine being Mm -hmm. administered generally. I know Justin Trudeau has already bought every Canadian, or prepaid for every Canadian to get two doses. Yep. Um, obviously the United States is going to get their act in gear in the short term.
0: Speaking of, uh, Pfizer and Moderna, um, both New York based, uh, companies, you're welcome.
1: (laughs) And now AstraZeneca is, is in on the act as well. And the
0: AstraZeneca thing. Yes, as well. That one. And uh, AstraZeneca, as they say, can be stored in a refrigerator instead of, yes. like, a absolute it's zero like cooler. Like,
1: 70 below.
0: Jesus. Jesus. So That's good so job. Cold. Good job for those eggheads over in Oxford. Yep. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks, smart people.
0: Thank you, smart people. Would have been nice eight months ago.
1: And thank you so much, too, for everybody who participated in the program
0: and the trials and, and the trials uh, received vaccines. The... I so... saw a fellow on, um,
1: he was talking, a guy from Washington state. Um, he, uh, he was interviewed and he was one of these, um, participants, trial participants. And he said that he decided to do it because, um, you know, he, the first case, the first recorded case in the United States was in Washington state. And, um, yeah. And he and he he said he has two daughters and he said he would do whatever he could to, you know, say that he ha- played a little part in, you know, making these vaccines. That is of. a
0: big part being a guinea pig for science.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: For him. Good for him. Because I
1: think that one of these people died, didn't they?
0: I don't recall. <laughs> I recall something about that, but yeah. Uh, but I can imagine that would happen. Because, I mean, you're dealing, you're, as a computer programmer, what you're doing is that you're essentially taking the virus, ripping it apart, splicing it to another virus that isn't as harmful, putting it into a person with the hope that the person's immune system is smart enough to decode what you just Frankensteined, yeah. and then... That Frankenstein's monster is remembered by your immune system, and then you know it can battle against COVID. Now, one of the things about the um, what was it, Astro AstraZeneca? AstraZeneca, thank you. About the AstraZeneca um vaccine is that they believe their formula would be able to um prevent uh, COVID from. uh uh, uh, being uh shared among people So, say if somebody has it they take the vaccine like the the like it becomes quote-unquote trapped within the body so with that being said we may not need to have like a covid shot every year as we do with the influenza Mm -hmm. and the flu and I thought I thought that was huge because I was I didn't know that sure that um, you know, we'd have to get COVID boosters every year now because of how idiotic people are being, and that would be super good news. Good job, science. You think
1: the anti-vax crowd is gonna?
0: Because they that,
1: that that worries me.
0: They are going to not have a good winter.
1: Nope.
0: I'm. That's the only way I can put it. Anyway, anyway,
1: that is the end of the survey.
0: What an incredible survey. Make sure you get on Arpin's case about whoever Josh <laughs> is. We'll
1: Josh, first. Joel Edmondson, Josh Anderson.
0: Oh, Joel. And Joel
1: Anderson. Anderson.
0: <laughs> yeah definitely doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I've I've been looking up and down for that name, and I can't find it. If somebody on Twitter can correct me, please, because that does not (laughs) ring a bell. So, now, we have a very, very, very important thing to celebrate today. Yes. As opposed to everything else that's been going on. It is Mm -hmm. the birthday of none other than numero uns. Saku Koivu. Koivu.
1: <laughs> is that today? It is today. For, I I thought it was yesterday.
0: Oh wait. I can't be. I'm wrong.
1: probably wrong.
0: No, the the NHL account says it's today. Okay. So I'm gonna just. Just gonna say yes. He is 46 years young. That man what
1: he still looks like he's 21
0: he looks like a child man if the halves <laughs> can bring him in oh my god oh my god what a what a joyous thing that would be i'd be very pleased
1: Saku, Saku 46. Um, 46 when did that happen
0: today today <laughs> also <laughs> And other news, Cole Caulfield has finally scored a goal for the Badgers, and they're thumping a six to two decision against Penn State, it looks like. Wow. If I'm if I'm up to date, because that was just tonight. I think it ended six to two. So good for them. Good finally. For so Cole Caulfield finally uh lights that up. And then uh some non-habs news in that Kendall Coyne recall her skating at the All-Star um a skills competition a year or two ago she is now a uh the first ever female player development coach in the nhl for the blackhawks yes that's right blackhawks are doing everything they can to distract from their terrible logo <laughs> we
1: will do this good thing just don't look at that bad thing
0: yeah exactly And then, let's see, we're almost, we're coming on our time here. But one other thing I wanted to mention was Cam Hillis uh, is starting the Hillis Foundation. And in a tweet, he mentioned, proud to launch the Hillis Foundation, working to inspire all kids through the power of sport. And they have partnered with CT Jumpstart to give kids a sporting chance. And in particular, what this means is that... Uh, The 20-year-old, I'm just reading this verbatim from the article, the 20-year-old launched his own foundation, Hillis Foundation, which partners with the Canadian Tire Jumpstart Charities to give as many possible kids the chance to try sports, fall in love with any game, make long-lasting friendships, and learn everything sport has to offer. So uh, children that um, have a rough go of it, underprivileged, uh, things of that uh, nature, the uh, Hillis Foundation will uh, seek them out. Give them a hand to start out a sport of their choosing, not only hockey. And I think that's very cool. That very mature cool. for Mr. Hillis. Yeah. Imagine starting a foundation at twenty.
1: Un, uncoyab. Um uh Jonathan Drone has one too, but he was a little bit older. That's awesome. And Thomas Tata announced oh, that's today. Great the launch of thomas sitar 90.com uh they've got awesome um shirts and t-shirts and hoodies and stuff for the whole family um he's excited to announce a blah, little blah, blah. he's going to be donating all proceeds from the sales to his ama- amazing partner dawson boys and girls club
0: perfect there it is, is at
1: dawson bgc on twitter He's witnessed, Thomas says, I've witnessed firsthand the Dawson BGC commitment to community and well being, and I wanted to help out a bit more. Check out the site, and I hope to see lots of tuna shirts around Montreal.
0: Perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. So, for all of your tuna needs, yeah, (laughs) tuna.com. Well, that's not the website. Just go to his uh, Twitter account and you'll find it. (laughs)
1: ThomasTatar90.com.
0: ThomasTatar90.com. 90. 90. Yeah. Easy
1: the numerals fantastic oh my god i just saw something funny um rachel maddow she's on (gasps) mute she's she's um the screen behind her says clean up on aisle 45
0: (laughs) Ah, i get it i get it because (laughs) in the united states um uh political news uh Donald has not conceded. However, the office in charge of starting the transition has formally started the transition. So yep. the President-elect Biden will finally be able to get security briefings. He'll get he coronavirus things. Yeah, he just wants to work. Today he announced his cabinet, for God's yes. sake. And of all things, John Kerry coming back into the fold as their climate advisor. That's and big. It is well. It's big because something that I didn't know is that John Kerry was the guy that signed the United States into the Pir- uh, Paris uh, Climate Accord. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, so it all comes full circle for that. Yeah, very smart. Good.
1: First um, Hispanic, a Homeland Security guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, first- I saw that name. I'm like, oh, some white people are not going to like that. Nope.
1: <laughs> first woman head of DNI yes so it's it's pretty cool
0: and first cool. woman uh head of uh the treasury department as yes
1: well. as well
0: so a lady is gonna be holding the books she has the key to the vault
1: yep thank goodness
0: thank goodness yeah it's uh, gonna be a it's gonna be a culture shock at the white house i swear <laughs> to. imagine like not hearing anything about the white house for a day
1: i'm looking forward to that
0: yeah, I mean, for and that and, like, Twitter suspending Donald's account finally. <laughs> Terrible. Uh
1: oh. It was nice looking at those faces, and I'm like, I don't recognize any of them.
0: Exactly. Like, I haven't None heard of, of any of these people except <laughs> no. John Kerry. Exactly. I don't know any of them. None of them are a pundit anywhere. All of them are career politicians and bureaucrats, and that's exactly what I want. I want somebody— working the job because they worked the job (laughs) it makes you wonder (laughs) oh Oh, oh. thank god holy crap it's been exhausting imagine putting people where they ought to go yeah there you go
1: hiring somebody who knows how to do the job
0: imagine
1: that instead of hiring them because you saw them on a reality show or on fox news
0: Imagine that. All right, closing Very minute. Exciting.
1: Okay, closing minute. Um, thank you for being with us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks thank as always so to much. our
0: listeners. We actually had a, a little bit to talk about tonight. That's good. We're yeah. going to yell Arpin. We swear to God, we're going to yell at Arpin later. <laughs> oh, and I finished the crown. Oh. Oh my, my lord. So good. So good. And I don't so know right I thought
1: that we were going to see the Pope. Because I've I've I saw yeah. online scenes with a pope, so Dang it's weird. It. Maybe maybe season five is closer than we think.
0: I wonder. Like maybe yeah. I wonder if they can even tape while COVID's going. on. I know. Damn it.
1: Because that's such a huge undertaking. Hmm. Like you're talking crew, bubbles,
0: all that Everything. stuff. Everything. Yeah. Fun, yeah, we'll figure it out yeah we'll keep anyway in bye 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 bye, bye.